Hey guys, welcome to Peace of Authenticity with the Andersons. We're live every Monday morning and we want to be current and authentic and genuine in every topic that we bring for you guys. Nothing is more refreshing than when people are open and honest with their walk with God. And that's just what we want to do. We want to have conversations with you weekly that ignite you and challenge you to be the best that you can be. A lot of times we think that we have to have it all put together and we put on masks to get through our week. But here, we want to be able to just talk it out. Exactly how it comes out is exactly how it's going to be. So join in on the conversation. Hey everyone. What's going on? Welcome to Peace of Authenticity this week. Yeah, yeah. What is this? This is Monday. No, no. I mean, what is it, number 14? 15. 15. 15. 15. Yeah. No, it's it's awesome. We're so thankful for everybody that's here um, today listening. Thank you so much for giving us your time. And um, go ahead, Jordan, tell them what we're going to talk about today. Something that was really um, on both of our hearts for this week is just the simple word love. Mm. Because if you are on any social media <laughs> whatsoever... Yeah. There's not much of that there. Right. Um, especially right now where there's a, you know, a even bigger divide, it feels like. Right. There's so much division. And if you let it get to you, it's it latches and then you're just angry. And you don't have very much love to give because you don't have any patience to give either. Yeah. It's like an infectious thing that could stick to you if you let what you read on social media get deep. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you think about it, if if you don't agree with me, Jordan, then you don't truly love me. Right? That's that's what the world teaches us to think. If you don't agree with me or mm-hmm. my lifestyle or what I'm choosing to do, then you don't you don't love me. Mm-hmm. Which I can count different times, biblically speaking, where we we're not held to that. You, we've talked about the rich young ruler, or yeah, the rich young ruler mm-hmm. on this podcast before, where he said, "Jesus, what what must I do to inherit the kingdom?" Right, and Jesus says, "Go and sell out all that you have, and give it to the poor." They didn't see eye to eye on that, mm-hmm. and he walked away sorrowful in that moment, but. They didn't agree, but they but Jesus didn't say, well, if you're not willing to go and sell all you have, then forget you. Then forget you. Mm-hmm. I hate you. Yeah. He he never said that. You you think about we all know the story of the prodigal son, where the, where the father, the father didn't agree with his son's choice to cash in on his inheritance and go to the big city. Yeah. Right and and party it up and do everything that he was doing. The father didn't agree with that. But he still loved him enough to let him make his own mistakes, right? But then what happens when the son comes home? The father's standing there All on love. the porch running mm. to him. That's because um, we wanted to ask you. No, we wanted to tell you this simple statement that hopefully will really just cut deep. Because whenever we were praying, this statement just Uh-oh. popped in my head. You can fully disagree with someone, yet fully love them because mm. I've seen it. I've seen just hateful 
things. It's like we don't even act like the person we're talking to on social media is a human being. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's crazy and it's sad because we get so caught up in, no, I'm right and you're wrong and here's all the reasons why. Oh, you're not on my side yet? Well, forget you. I hope you die. Really? Yeah. Like, and something that I was listening to early this week, and it was, they were talking about love. And the man, um, he's a teacher. He lives in Australia. Well, he's a pastor. And he said that, like, the love of God is his thing. You know, you have those people that preach and they always, there's one thing that they preach on. It is gold. Like, that is really what the Holy Spirit flows through them. You know, the teaching of a certain subject. And his is right. love and the love of the Father and how we love others. And he said... He was um, studying deep into the context of, um, you know, the different languages of what love means. And he, uh, one of them is to invest. Love is to invest. Mm. And so that really um, challenged me this week. Who am I investing in? Like, I can say I love somebody all day long. But do I invest time? Do I invest prayer? Do I invest my resources, whatever it be in this person, do we truly love around us? Do we truly love our neighbor? Like they talk, you know, the two golden rules, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Hmm. So it's a very um, deep thing to I know. <laughs> to think about uh, on a Monday morning. Uh, if you haven't had your coffee yet, you're probably sitting here going crap. Take well, a good old cup of invest and live. Yeah, um... No, you're you're absolutely right because love loving someone will always cost you something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, in order to love someone in the right way, we have to sacrifice being right. Yes, we have to sacrifice pride. Mm-hmm. And I just I'm not seeing a whole lot of that. I'm seeing people. On social media that are saying, if you voted for Biden, then you better not be you better not be crying when the United States goes down in flames because this is your fault. What in where's the love in that? <laughs> well, it's like you'll see, you'll see, and it's like no, I mean, it's 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 like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, yeah. There's a lot of things being investigated. There's a, there's a lot of things happening in this election. 2020 has just been absolutely ridiculous on all sides. It, it, it's just been ridiculous. There's a pandemic that's broken out. There's the elections turning out to be crazy. I mean, there's just a lot all of things. All the Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I mean, all yeah, all the riots that were going around all the time. And But the goal of the USA from the very beginning was unity. The United mm-hmm. States yes, yes. of America. Mm-hmm. We have to get to the place where we can find some common ground somewhere. And the common ground is we love the land of the free and the home of the brave. One person in a political office is not going to change that this is still one nation under God. A person in the office is not going to change that. And so instead of speaking word curses... And and this is going to be kind of bold, and and maybe maybe you're not ready to hear this, but I hope 
that this lands in your spirit and you really think about it instead of coming back and lashing out. Let this land in your spirit. Don't speak word curses over this country because of an election result. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't allow yourself to get to the place of such hatred and bitterness that just because the, the opposite political party holds the highest office in the land that you're willing to speak word curses at this country and say, well, it's going to go down in flames. Well, the United States is done. I hope all you guys are happy with your choice. I hope it goes down in flames. That is the so far opposite of how God has called us to be. Unity above all things. The Bible tells us that sinners, right? We, we like to point at people and we like to tell them how they're falling short. We like to label people based off of their sins instead of, instead of being a child of God. What's inside right? of them, right. the potential. What God has created them to do. We like to, we like to hang things over their head. And I would remind everybody that's listening today, and, and believe me, I'm working through a lot of these things myself. We, we don't speak from a position of we have it all figured oh, out. Oh, please don't believe that ever. Right. I, like, <laughs> and, but I'm saying this is what's challenging me. I have to keep at the forefront of my mind every day that the Bible says that it's the goodness yes. of God that draws people to repentance. <sighs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, not, it's not how defiant you can be or how much you point out somebody's flaws, somebody's sins, anything that's wrong with them. It's the goodness of who God is. And what does the Bible tell us who God is? God is love. Mm-hmm. The greatest of these. It's not just what he does, it's who he is. He can't right. help but love. Is they had to they had to come up with a they had to make a completely new word mm-hmm. in the Greek. Yeah. To describe the word, the love of God, agape, it, it, it was it was never in existence. That word was never in existence until they had to create it to talk about God, because that's the kind of love that that God is. That, that that's mm-hmm. what He can't help but do that. And so, I would just say, we all need to check our hearts. And yes. and, and and this is not a this is not a politically. Um, a politically driven thing that I'm talking about right now. It's all of us. It's not it's what life. party you're affiliated with. This is this is kingdom mindset. Mm-hmm. This is heaven or hell mindset. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are, are you going to be full of love or are you going to be full of condemnation? Because the goodness of God is the only thing that changes people. So if we have people, right? The Bible already says that we're supposed to be praying for our, our elected officials, are you praying for your government every day? And and I don't mean you just started a few days ago because you're like, oh, dang, my candidate's not winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, ha- have we all been diligently praying and seeking God on behalf of our elected officials and and asking the Lord to guide them, let integrity, let character be at the forefront of who they are, no matter who they are? Because I would venture to say that we have a lot of people not of character in high positions in the land. Are we praying for them? Mm-hmm. 
asking the goodness of God to draw them to repentance. That think about how many, you know, because I do believe there's corruptness in our politics in America and politics in the world. There's Absolutely. a lot of corrupt people and a lot of evil doing people, I'll say. I don't think I ever want to say evil people because I believe it's the spirits and I, you know, I because the Lord knows how good these these people can be. He knows. Yeah. But w- let's pray a Saul to Paul over these people. Oh, yeah. A life-changing experience with God that forever transforms in them to where they could never be the same again. Yeah. Let, let's pray for that. Like, there's something that hit me, Aubrey, when you were talking, and I wrote it down. And I said, I think in our flesh, we try to connect with others through a common dislike or a common hate. Mm. And mm. that's... that's shaky ground because that can change but if we connected with others through if we connected through others with common love for something now that's steadfast yeah well and it's even going out of your way trying to connect with somebody that might not agree the same way with you um i have i have a guy that we connect periodically and this individual has helped me see a lot of things through through another light it's it's just a a, a different scope a different perspective cuz we've talked about this before on the podcast there's always another perspective beyond ours and most of the time even though we think that we're in the right or we are speaking truth there's always another perspective to it mm-hmm. And so how do you get to the place where you just find common ground with somebody else? And the easiest way to do that is when you look at somebody and you can have such disdain for somebody, you know, and, and a lot of times, depending on what news station you're watching, it builds up this, ugh. Like Your this, stink face yeah, is really good right yeah, now. Yeah, like it's just like, <laughs> ugh, you know, and you're just like, oh, that person... Oh, witchcraft, you know, and it's like, oh, I'm angry. You know, it's like, that's, that's you. But. (laughs) Sorry, that made me think of an office thing. But understanding the fact that we always have common ground with people through the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. When, When you truly understand that. Jesus loves this person just as much as he loves you. And this is a whole lot easier said than done. Believe me. Oh, yes. Believe me. But if unity is the goal, Mm -hmm. then we have to find common ground. It's, It's the same reason why, if you guys have seen our videos on Wednesdays, we're doing the Enneagram talks, like Mm -hmm. to to get to where people can understand the other numbers. And truly love right. one another. Because if you can look and you can discover what number somebody is, you can f- try to find common ground. Yes. It's like, okay, I understand that you interpret information this way, so how can we meet in the middle? That's one thing that our government does not do. No, it's this side or that side. You can't be on... Yeah, the, it's like you're either things. left wing or you're, or you're right wing... Why, why is there no meat in the middle? It's because unity is not the goal. No. It's not. We, we have to be right. Pride is the goal. And so understanding that we have to 
decrease so that Jesus can increase. That, oh wait, are you done? I don't want to mess up where you're going. No, go ahead. Okay, okay. That's my one liner. I like that because that went right into, um, I was listening to a message earlier this week and it was about um, politics, but it was a message. It was good. It was the one I sent you. Yeah. And he talks about kingdom politics versus world politics. Kingdom politics, they, the kingdom politics we have power under by serving and loving on others from under. And world politics is power over. I mm. control you. Yeah. And just, so that's why, man, I just really want to encourage you. Don't let the, what it looks like in the world and what the worldly politics looks like right now get you down. Because the kingdom is what we're looking at. The kingdom of God is here. Yeah. Oh, man. The kingdom of, he is, God is moving on the earth. Like we just make sure that you have your eyes on Jesus. Because if you have your eyes on Jesus, you see the amazing things that are going on. Yeah. And not just the, oh, no, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. You know? Oh, crap. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go again. And I love this too. Something else that pastor talked about in the message is honor God and love people. Mm. And I believe you can't have one without the other. You can't fully love people right. without honoring God, and you can't fully honor God without fully loving people. Absolutely, because those are those are the two things. You know, you love the Lord God with all your heart, and you love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yes. So, if if love is not at the forefront now, and let's be real for a second, there is such a thing as tough love. Sometimes. Yes, exactly, like what we talked about last week. Right, but it still comes from a place of I love you enough to talk about this. And there is nothing better than when you're able to meet somebody in the middle and just be like, listen, I love you enough that I want to get this figured out so we can have some common ground. Exactly. You know, but what do we do? If you, if you believe opposite of me, it's like, well, you have things your way and I'll have it mine. Let's hope we don't bump right. into each other at Walmart. And, and I've even seen people posting on social media from the other side that's like, oh, well, now... Now that we have this president, real change can come. Change could have happened any time along the way if people would be willing to drop That's, their pride. It's in the yes, it's in the people, it's in the citizens. Right. Is it I love the fact that we're able to people are able to rally behind another person and do all these things, but then if your party doesn't win, then everybody's mad and then um even you know, in our three branches of government, if whoever holds the presidency, the other two, whoever has the majority, do everything they can to fight against that person. There, there is no unity at all. And another thing that the Bible says is that not only do you have to decrease so that, so that the Lord can be magnified, so that he can increase within you, but it also says that I have to die daily mm-hmm. so that the the fleshly part of me, the part of me that feels the need to be right, has to die so that Jesus can be right. And I think that it's important for everybody to understand, not that, not that y- you shouldn't be cautious on some of the things that you do, but you should not be absolutely wrecked because things don't go your way. And I would also say this, that... If we are praying for this country, if we are praying for our politicians, I even pray, Lord, let everything hidden be revealed. Mm-hmm. That's scriptural. Mm-hmm. And if we're praying scripture and we're standing on scripture, 
then the Bible says that, you know, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, the promise that we have in that. And so I'm saying that we continue to pray for all leaders. We continue to pray for integrity. Let character, integrity, and honesty be at the forefront of everything that we do because we are a nation that's set apart. Mm-hmm. People are literally risking their lives every day just to get here. Yeah. We, we could talk about how, well, if this person's in charge or that person's in charge, then everything's going to be poopy. We could, we could talk about that all day long. Mm. Yeah. But let's not forget that there are people that are literally risking their life and the life of their family to get here. Yeah. The Bible says that we are supposed to be a city on a hill, mm. that, that we are supposed to be looked at by everyone else like, oh man, that's, that's the goal. No matter how bad things get in the United States of America, people are still risking their lives to get here every day. This is the land, the American dream. People all over the world want that. And so let's just be the best that we can be and stop speaking word curses over this phenomenal country mm-hmm. that many people have risked their lives in order to protect and speak blessings and not curses. Mm. That's so true. I love that. And it's just like, man, if we grasp, you know, love is just a simple word and we say it all yeah. the time. Like, oh man, I love coffee. Man, the fries at McDonald's in love. Yeah. You know, all these things. <laughs> yeah. But if we actually really put into context the power of love, right? Perfect love casts out fear. Mm-hmm. Fear can't be in the room. If you call on the name of Jesus who is love, right? Yeah. Like, lo- we downplay it. Yeah. We really do. And Well, you, you, look at the, you look at this scope. This, this is what love looks like. We all know about King David. Mm-hmm. King David was a flawed man. Just just like me, just like anybody that's listening. Flawed. Mm-hmm. In every sense of the word. He was just as human as we were. He was told that he was going to be king. The problem with that was Saul was already sitting on the throne. Right? Yeah. So David is told, I'm going to be king one day. But Saul's already right here. David builds a relationship with Saul. Jonathan, the son of Saul, was his best friend. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that as long as Jonathan and David were together, that David didn't have a problem falling short. Mm -hmm. Jonathan and David were accountability for one another. But this is what love looks like. Love looks like Saul declares war on David. And we all know David goes and hides in the wilderness. It had to have been without his closest friends, right, that were there battling with him. David was afraid for his life every day. But then the Bible tells us that he has the opportunity to sneak up on Saul. Saul's marched around everywhere with his army trying to find David to kill him. Mm -hmm. David has the opportunity to come in and kill Saul. He has it. Nothing but air and opportunity. And he cuts a little piece off of his robe, I yeah. think I think is yes. what happened. And he sends a messenger to Saul and he said, I had you, but it's not up to me to take out God's anointed. 
So David waited. He, he waited his turn. He, Saul was trying to kill him. In every sense of the word, David's life from that day forward could have gotten easier. He could have killed Saul and went back into and took the kingdom. But out of love for Saul, who quickly turned from like a father figure to an enemy, and out of love for Jonathan, his friend, he didn't. He said, it's not my place to do that. So then fast forward a little bit. And this is, this is where that, that word love really comes into context. Mm. David takes over as king. And the Bible tells us a story of a descendant of Saul named Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth is lame. He can't, he can't walk. And this, he's hiding out in this village because what was normal in kingdoms back in the day, once a new king takes over, he kills all lineage, the entire line of a king's family. And the Bible tells us that Mephibosheth was being hidden out of fear for his life, he was, he was a descendant of Saul. David hears about Mephibosheth. Mm-hmm. And David says, bring him to me. And Mephibosheth is scared for his life, much like David was when he was hiding in the caves, hiding mm-hmm. from Saul. David brings Mephibosheth to the castle. And he sets him in the fine dining hall at the table with him. And David lets Mephibosheth live in the castle with him. And it all stems from the love Mm -hmm. that he had for Saul and for Jonathan. Even when Saul turned against him and tried to kill him, instead of wiping out his lineage, he allowed Mephibosheth to live in the the castle with him. Mm. I can't think of anybody who would allow anything like that to happen. A lot of us can't even vote on opposite sides and still walk in love with one another. And David takes in the grandson of Saul, the guy who tried to kill him, Mm. you know, and let him live in the castle as though he was still royalty. Yeah. Wow. What, What an incredible picture of love. And I'm sitting here thinking about that. And as we've been talking, that story just keeps going through my mind because I'm sitting here going, if I'm David... Do I have what it takes to take somebody who wronged me and love on them and their family as though they're my own? Mm. Whenever you're saying that, Aubrey, the whole story of David and his love, I just heard that we're not made to be ammunition against each other, but to be instruments of love Mm. to each other. Mm. Sorry, I'm writing that down. I'm trying. When every time I hear from the Lord, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna remember. Forget yeah. like five minutes. So, but that's just if we realize what we are created to be instruments of love to each other. Yeah. Are we living that out every day? Yeah. Like, why is that so hard to love? Are we honoring God? Are we spending time with Him? Are we asking Him? to mold us and shape us every single day or are we getting just stuck like I said in the social media just sticking on you like 
and it can't come it can't yeah seem to like you need some goo gone kind of thing to get yeah. this off well and and the thing is i don't remember who said it but we talked about it a while back mm-hmm. it was you you cannot influence what you hate nate johnston nate johnston said that man i Man, the you Lord. can't influence what you hate. You can't influence what you hate. And that just kind of wrecked me because I thought about all the things that I dislike with such disdain. And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, well, there's no possible way that I could ever be an instrument of change in mm-hmm. that because I despise it so much. But then... You know, the Bible says that God hates sin and we sin all the time. Mm -hmm. But I just love it because it brings it back around to, but through his goodness, he brings us to repentance, even though he hates it. The Bible says that he hates it. He despises. Yeah. It's what keeps us away from him. And so instead of, Instead of being like, well, because you did this, this is what you deserve. Instead, he shows us his goodness. Mm. And that's what draws us back to where we're supposed to be. Mm. So again, it highlights all the more what Nate Johnston said in that post that he made. You, you cannot influence what you hate. God influences us through his goodness, even though he hates the sin that we partake in. Mm. It's, you battle it with the opposite spirit. You hate something, you battle it with goodness. You don't battle it by spewing your frustration or spewing your your hateful words, your word curses over things. Goodness, love, Mm. is what turns the tides. It's not us versus them. Well, you can have it your way and I'll have it my way. God's way brings people together. Our way brings division. Mm. That's so good. I really think I need to read some of 1 Corinthians 13. Okay. And so whenever I read this, I just want, you know, you who are listening to really just let it soak in. Because I know we've heard it a lot. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on what the Lord tells me to do during it. But don't just think of it. There's something Lana Dazer always says that like sticks to me. She's like, it doesn't matter how many times you've heard a certain verse. Don't. Yeah. Don't wave it off. Because what if the yeah. Lord wants to show you a new revelation in it? So don't, don't wave this off when I'm reading it. Just yeah. soak it in. Don't be calloused yes. to the word. Like, oh, I've heard this before. Because what I'm going to do right now is explain who God is, right? He's love. But we're also created in his image. So yeah. it's possible for us to love yeah. like this. This isn't a faraway thing that we can never get to. If we fully plug into the God that is love, well, we are created in his image. And his image is love. Yeah. So let me read this to you guys. If I were to speak with eloquence in earth's many languages and in the heavenly tongues of angels, yet I didn't express myself with love, my words would be reduced to the hollow sound of nothing more than a clinging symbol. 
And if I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, and if I possessed unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith that could move mountains, but have never learned to love, then I am nothing. And if I were to be so generous as to give away everything I own to feed the poor and to offer my body to be burned as a martyr without the pure motive of love, I would gain nothing of value. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter, for it never stops believing in the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. Ooh. Well, just think on that. Everybody have a great day. I'm there's just more, but y'all just gotta read it yourselves. Okay, <laughs> but we wait, don't got there's all more. <laughs> but uh. I just, I just love that. That love, love never gets up, gives up, gets up. Love never gets up. Um, love never gives up. But the the main thing that you said a second ago, that just really stuck in my eye, you know. And it's kind of like, okay, before you try to get the speck out of somebody's <laughs> eye, uh, get the plank out of yours. Um, love doesn't get offended because if you're so small right we decrease so he can increase but if we're so small how can we be offended because there can't be pride there right i think i think about jesus and and i think i don't say i think he knew who he was from from day one mm-hmm. he knew who he was he he knew the position that he held he knew he knew he was all God and all man at the same time. And when they hurled insults at him and they mocked him and they did all the things that they did, we, we know that the scripture says that he got there. And the first thing that he says in the midst of that, as the Roman soldiers are mocking him, the Pharisees are mocking him, the same people that were yelling, Hosanna, were yelling, crucify him. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. <laughs> he could have easily taken offense in that moment and be like, slamming his hand on the table and be like, how dare you say this to me? I'm the son of God. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. It operated in love. And we all have a long way to go in this. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing that, for me, stuck out so hard. Love does not get offended. Love is selfless. And I just I just want I just I just think we should pray mm-hmm. at the end of this podcast. I mean right now. Um release supernatural love. Yeah. I let, let just just wherever you're at. If you're in the car, you're at your desk, you know, you're at home, wherever you're at. I want you to just close your eyes with us real quick. And I want you to imagine this because I think God wants to do something in all of our hearts today. And so Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I just thank you, Father God, for the, for the opportunity to grow up in such an amazing 
country is the United States of America. And I don't, I don't say that pridefully, Father. I say that thankfully. I'm thankful for freedom. I'm thankful uh, to, to grow up where I got to grow up. But Father, right now, I just declare and decree supernatural love over this country. Father, I just declare love over everybody that is in the midst of confusion right now with what's going on in the year 2020. It's been crazy. But Father, I just pray right now that people begin to see your goodness because it's your goodness that draws people to repentance. And so Father, right now, I just thank you and we just come into agreement. Lord, your word declares that we're two or more gathered in your name, that you're here in our midst. But Father, more importantly, that if we ask anything in your name, you will do it. So Father, just pour down your love, your grace, your favor on the United States of America. I just pray, Lord, right now that you're working on the hearts and the minds of everybody that's listening and even other people that aren't listening, Lord, that they're beginning to turn their heart back toward you. Father, because in the midst of our um, not being able to understand, we usually attack what we don't understand. But Lord, your understanding, your ways are higher than our ways, Lord. So we press into you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. And so Father, right now, this week, Monday, Lord, I just pray that you open our eyes to new ways to love those around us. Lord, that we begin to love you and that we begin to love those as we love ourselves. Father, because that's what you've decreed us to do. And right now, I just call Christians all over the world to that higher standard that we begin to walk in love, that we stop the condemnation, that we stop pointing fingers and we and we stop pointing at people for their sins and we start calling out their giftings in love, Lord, because we are all sons and daughters of the Most High God. And so, Father, today, right now, Shower your love over us. Let, let your love be the guiding light into everything that we do, Lord. But also, we just call integrity. We call character. We call honesty back to the forefront that this country was based off of, Lord, that this is still one nation under God, Lord. And we just beg you to come and do what only you can do. Because, Father, we need you. We can't live a day without you. But Lord, we release it to you. We lay it at your feet. We lay our burdens and our offenses at your feet and we just pick up your love today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 I hope that you guys have a great week. I just pray that, that the love of God just follows you everywhere you go and that you just change the atmosphere because mm-hmm. that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. So be an atmosphere changer wherever you go this week. Mm, that's so good well we love you guys yeah yeah and we will see you soon don't forget we're gonna have videos show up every wednesday for us to talk about the rest of the enneagram numbers to be able to show love to others better and get to know each other better so we will see you next week have a great week